BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Welcome, everybody, and our little one is back. I'm back. Yeah. Oh, did we save some stories for you? We're coming at you today. Fantastic. I, I, I noticed that. We had them all ready for yesterday. <laughs> Dad forgot you weren't in. So, so, well, we delayed one or two. Then we found a couple of new ones. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Coming at you from all angles. I can't wait, Ken. We have a hurricane that we're keeping an eye on it's thousands of miles away, but it's still because, you know, I love these stories about people that won't leave. They're my favorites. They're supposed to, they're telling two and a half million people to evacuate. What percentage of people in Florida, one of the favorite states, will actually evacuate? Well, we, we low, have, low percentage. We have about a half a dozen friends in Sarasota. And uh, yeah. there's, there's like a mix. There's uh, one couple I told you yesterday drove to Ohio. Uh, there's another guy who said, nah, I've been through this for decades. Nothing ever happens. Just we were talking to him last night. And he goes, not going to yeah, move. It strikes me and as a state where people are just, you know, he said there's no the government to... and screw the warnings and uh, I'm a survivor. And uh... he said there's nowhere to go anyway because all the hotels are filled up. He's not going to go into one of those shelters with uh, all the weirdos and animals. So <laughs> go to Ohio. <laughs> you like go to Ohio. Do. Yeah, right. That seems <laughs> but... to be safely out of the way. No, of I this mean, one. no, I mean, there, there are people who they get a little whiff of bad news. They're on alert. They boom, they're gone. And there's other people. They just lay back in the lounge, lounge chair, have a beer and say, hey, whatever happens, happens. It's, yeah. it's, it's based on their personalities. Not so much on the threat. It's on their personality. That's what... The, the oh, of course it is. Yeah. Well, my parents lived in Florida for years. They did not evacuate. They lived through several hurricanes and there was no way. In fact, the last one, I mean, they're both passed now, but my brother had to go down there and, and uh, sit with them. He was too nervous. And uh, sure enough, they lost power and they were in bad shape. They, they were trying to sit outside and terrible with no air conditioning in a place like that was like 95 degrees. But... They were in the crowd of, no, we're not leaving. Especially my father. No way. They always do this. Crazy warnings. Hype. Uh, John Cobelt's on TV tonight. Oh, yes. Something else we'll cover. Well, there's a documentary on uh, Fox 11 called uh, Hell No Water. And it's yeah, with about... The, what's that between the two? It's two slash marks. This is a very artistic looking title. I see. Okay. I wasn't sure what that meant. Well, p- p- half the documentary is, oh, on, I see. is on the wildfires. And half the documentary is 
we have no more water. Okay. And, uh, you know, they're related. We'll play the preview clip where you say we got the ocean. That's what I saw. Yes. The ocean's right there. Let's grab it. They, uh, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Yes. No, that's pretty close to it. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. If you were the bottom alien, line common sense. If you were an alien, right, you drop from the planet, and everybody's saying, we don't have water, we don't have water. You, as the alien, would point out to the Pacific and say, I see lots of water. Why don't you use that? And Suck it all up. That's right. Everybody go, oh, yes, you're right. Maybe we should use the Pacific Ocean. That's what they do in many countries. It's plenty we of gotta water. got to grab it. Bill all right, so uh, you'll hear about it, too, from Fox 11 reporter Tina Silva. It, it's tonight at 7 o'clock on Fox 7 11. it's on. Okay, it's an hour? Uh, yes. Okay. And you're like half the show? No, no, no. I'm just little bits of me sprinkled about. They have a lot of... They have a lot <laughs> One of, time it's an eye, an ear. <laughs> such different, different body parts, different... All right, well, we begin with a Deborah Mark story that I think we're all going to agree on. It is freaking horribly outrageous. Did you prepare yourself? I'm mm. prepped right now. Well, those kind of stories I switch sides on sometimes. <laughs> I don't think you will. A Montana woman bragged on social media that she had killed in a hunt a wolf pup. A pup? This happened. This happened in Montana. She displayed the photos. Her name is Amber Rose. What a name. Amber Rose from Miller City, like Montana. Graphic images on Facebook of the dead animal. She's clutching a rifle. It's like you see those guys that go on safari hunts in, yeah. in Africa. Same kind of thing. She's holding up the animal's head. Here it is. I got it. Killed it. Well, Ray, hold on for this. She killed a Siberian husky dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all it turned out to be. Well, still, that's but, still bad. But she's got it. No, she actually killed the dog. Th yes. Yeah, she right. killed it by mistake. She thought it was a wolf pup. Oh, it turns out it's a dog. Oh, I thought she did it on purpose. Okay, now, okay. Brain's working better now. I get it. She's got it skinned. People and pointed out to her that is not a wolf pup in your hands. That is a Siberian husky But still, she shouldn't have dog. tried to kill a wolf pup anyway, but... I That's what that. other people said. She shouldn't have been hunting a wolf right. pup. You got to right. see the photo. She she has the uh, the pup splayed out, no. skinned and splayed out on the oh. back of her pickup. Why am I going to see with, that picture? With his little head no. and his eyes. I could I could show it up I'm on the looking. on the t on no. the TV. No. Wait, I just want to confirm. You said the name was Amber Rose. Yeah, stripper. I think. Well, she was a. There's a model formerly married to Kanye West named Amber Rose. No, she's no model. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, that's Might why when you said stripper, I was like, well, not too she, far off. She looks exactly like the kind of woman who would skin a puppy alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here's what she posted. This morning, I set out for a solo predator hunt for a fall black bear. However, I got the opportunity to take another predator wolf pup. 2022 was a great feeling to text my man and say I smoked a wolf pup. <laughs> text my man. <laughs> Smoked a wolf pup. What a despicable human. <laughs> it wasn't long before she heard, no, you shot and skinned a husky. You don't a be dog. fooled. Yes. Oh. Uh, she comes back and defends herself that the animal was vicious and was going to attack her, so she had to do it in self-defense. Oh, sure. A, a, a Siberian husky puppy is, is vicious, and she would have to... <clears throat> come on. She said, my safety was my top priority. This animal was growling. Howling and coming at me like it was going to eat me. Baloney. <laughs> the local sheriff's office, my favorite, Flathead County. I guess that explains. 
<laughs> what do you brains? What there. do you think comes out of Flathead County? Flathead County, Montana. Yeah. She's got a big flat forehead. You know, you the see that. The sheriff's office said that uh, they've been contacted by someone who reported picking up several husky and shepherd mixed dogs in the area, and then later they got an advisement that one of the dogs may mm. have been shot, and that was Amber's doing. So what's going to happen to her? Uh, that is the sound of the dying. You husband. know, I don't think anything right now, Deborah Mark. Um, well, something should. Oh yeah, John, you're right. That picture with the animal on the flatbed truck. You see it's it? played it's out, all blown up. Really, oh. Deborah, look at this. No, this not... is terrible. John, <laughs> don't waste your breath or your time. I'm not going to. No way. She now admits she was human and made a mistake. Well, there you go. But she wanted to kill an animal anyway. She was all excited about killing a a, a wolf pup. Was that? Well, I, I, under, I mean, it makes no sense. Under Montana law, a person can take up to 20 wolves with no more than 10 via hunting and no more than 10 via trapping. A separate well, license is required for each wolf. I mean, you know, if you if you make a but mistake. If you killed a dog, is if, that a, if there's it no might in, be a stray dog, though. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be an issue. If there's no intent and it was just a misidentification, then there really isn't a crime there. I say there was intent. She wanted to kill. Oh, you think... Uh, she woke up that morning, yeah. and she was going to take out a yeah. Siberian I think that, that that that's what she does for pleasure. Yeah, jail her in Flathead County. Is that her? I mean, she's actually holding the dead dog in her arms. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's what she she's holding it up for the but camera. She, she's holding it as it if, almost looks like it's alive, like the eyes right, are open, like right. it's a trophy, like it's no, her, it's like yeah, a it's, pet, like she's. You can see some blood pet. there on this chest. Yeah, the I know. Oh, Deborah Mark, you I, don't want to see. No, I'm this. not looking. I, I don't want to look at something like that. No, that's what that's is awful. wrong with people? Yeah, exactly. Let's skin her. <laughs> I'm serious. Alive. Alive. I don't want to see that either. But and come on. Then you see Deborah holding her up. No, I, I, I no. <laughs> Got her. Dog that's killer. What you deserve, lady. <laughs> Baby husky killer. <laughs> Take that. All right, we'll talk about the people dodging the hurricane in Florida and some who are just uh, staying put. Is Hurricane Ian. Kind of a benign name for a hurricane, isn't it, Ian? Uh, yes, uh, British sounding. It is. Uh, it's going to be hitting Florida pretty soon. It's like the whole state, but mostly in the Tampa area. Coming up with the John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640 Live, everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. And and now, oh, sorry. Wait. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, then he goes. Time. We have a new thing we're doing. Okay. Yeah. So, hurry up already. Uh <laughs> Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Oh, my God. Could you go any slower with that next time? Hey, the Moist Line is coming back already on Friday, three days away. Toll-free number is 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. You can also use the iHeartRadio app. There's a microphone icon for you to leave a message for the Moist Line. Uh, Big story today nationally is the hurricane. It's Hurricane Ian. I-A-N. All I can think of is Ian Fleming, who wrote the Bond books. No? You got any other famous Ians? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's already made landfall in western Cuba. It is on its way to Florida. And John's beloved Sarasota is a couple hundred miles south southwest of Sarasota. And it is also only a hundred miles away from part of the Florida Keys it should strengthen thanks to the Gulf of Mexico waters that are very warm. We could be looking at 140 mile per hour winds 
before it makes landfall again. You see, it's going to cross over Cuba, pick up a lot of intensity over the warm Gulf waters, and then it's going to hit all of Florida, by the way, all of it. Yeah, there's because a it's state going to cross of, through Florida, then up the East Coast, there's probably. A, there's a state of emergency for all 67 counties, and every county has at least a tropical storm warning. Now, we've seen this before where it just takes a turn that they didn't expect. This is their projection. Most of the concern is with what they call the storm surge. And it looks like for the west coast of Florida area around Tampa, five to eight feet is possible. But south of that, I see eight to 12 feet storm surge. Yeah, that's Sarasota. Which they say would be so th very, very catastrophic. That is a, well, it's a 12-foot wall of water coming at you. So that'll wipe out all one-story homes. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it really is a wall of water 12 feet high. It just comes all at once? It just keeps coming. Yeah. It depends on it depends on how much uh, force there is from the wind, and if the storm stalls off the coast or moves very slowly, then it keeps coming and coming and coming. It can go it can go many miles inland. Two and a half million people in the state are under some kind of evacuation order. Now there is a mixture of response to that. One, of course, the headlines is that Disney has decided as Disney World down there in Florida. They, they're hanging it up. They've told everybody to leave. They go, their guests and so forth. Uh, they're yeah. they're going to close down operations because you don't want to be a business. And then, you know, we have people there that uh, get in trouble from the storm. All the theme parks in Orlando closed. Right. Are closing now. Right. And uh, uh, Category four is what they're believe, they believe it'll be at when it hits Florida. Yeah. Customers at Disney World are having their reservations at some hotels canceled. Uh, Disney's confirmed that the parks are currently set to remain open, but they're monitoring the situation as the storm draws closer. They're going door to door of mobile homes. Yeah, that's try, a real concern. Try, mobile homes. Trying to force people. Oh, the mobile homes are going to be uh, airborne homes. I remember one year, they one of the hurricanes really devastated a lot of mobile homes in Florida, particularly in that northern part towards oh, the no, Panhandle. Yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna just burst into pieces. They're gonna explode from all that wind. Explode. So you got to so that all these mobile home people have to be uh, taken to shelters. Yeah, I mean Florida is one place where they've certainly seen this before. And as we mentioned, uh, was it five years ago? You said that there was supposed to be one that was going to devastate the uh, Tampa area, and then took a bit of a turn. And it took a bit of a turn and kind of worked around the area. But right. they haven't had uh, one that hit Tampa directly in 101 years. And uh, now this one looks like it's going to hit south of Tampa in the Sarasota-Venice area. Right. But, uh, yeah, they haven't yeah, had more. than a million homes along Florida's west coast will be at risk of storm surge damage. So that's the real concern more than just when the hurricane passes through with the rainfall and the wind. But then you have the storm surge from the ocean there, from the Gulf of well, Mexico. For forecasters had picked this one out a week ago before it had fully formed their their computer modeling uh suggested that it was going to take this path and so far it's been pretty much right on i mean it wiggles you know a few miles here or there but for the most part this is the path that they thought would happen a week ago yeah you have a collection of people being interviewed who say that they are going nowhere calling themselves survivors, saying that they prepared themselves, they've been through this before, 
I mean, the only time in history, really, that we heard this and it turned out to be catastrophic was Katrina. When that hit New Orleans, a lot of well, people did not heed the warnings, and that turned out to be horrendous with, with many deaths. As long as you're high enough above the storm surge. I mean, if I had a house that was right on the water or within a few blocks of the water, I would definitely get out because if you have a one-story home, 12 feet of water is going to wipe you out. You're not going to survive that. You can, you can survive yeah. the wind. I mean, if you've got a, a, a room or a basement or something that's, uh, you know, doesn't have a big window that's going to blow out and the, the glass shards kill you. Right. But, uh, you know, most of this people will survive. But you can't survive a wall of water that, and it's powerful too. I mean, it's got the strength of the ocean coming in at high tide. So if if you're if you're in that zone and they have different zones they have Florida has divided all the land up into zone A, zone B, zone C based on on the risk how close you are to the water. If you're right. in zone A, you should you should get out. That's that that's a good uh, Darwin move. Uh yeah, it has entered the Gulf of Mexico. Uh there are huge bands of rain, gusty winds already hitting South Florida and the Florida Keys. You know, I, I've said this before. I don't get people who um, are upset when they're warned to move and it turns out it didn't happen, right? Storm took a turn. And they, they did move or they didn't they move? They did move, and then they're upset that they moved. Because I, I would be happy. Hey, my house is still standing. The worst didn't happen. You know, they warned me. I decided to take them up on their warning, and now... It turned out to be a false alarm. That's a good thing. But people get angry. It's like, oh, it was just a false alarm. It was exaggerated. It was hype. It's like, well, it's not hype. There's always a chance with a hurricane that it's going to zigzag here and there. They just don't have the capability yet to figure that out. They may never get that capability. Yeah, I think the reason is they kind of feel like victims of the hype because the media gets so freaking worked up. This is the worst in 100 well, years. We can't tell you how devastating this could be. You, and they do do this every time well, because they can, want the eyeballs. Well, yes. Yeah, so you deprive them of your eyeballs. Calm your <laughs> nervous system. Once you got the basics down, you make a determination. Okay, there's a hurricane coming at me. Nobody knows if it's going to hit my house or not, and I'm going to get washed away into the Gulf. But now I know. So what do I want to do? And then and then make that decision and then live with this decision. But the, the thing is, it is addictive to why I love watching storm coverage. I could do this all day, every day. Oh, I know wow. that. You know, storms, storms excite the childhood weatherman. Oh, it's 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 like. Uh, Did you have a map at a desk in your basement? Yes, your own little studio. I you used, were doing your own I, weather reports. I used to make uh, my own weather maps every day and hang them up for the family. All right, uh, we'll probably get a report later on in the show from Florida. I should have done that. This, it's easier work. The storm. Tony Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Well, you know. Got off the show last night and turned on the TV, and it wasn't long before I saw one of Rick Caruso's Karen Bass Church of Scientology ads. Have you seen them yet? They're no, running like crazy. No. No. Yeah. Well, I don't think he uh, bought it's like any a new time. hot ad. One just popped up for me in the studio, actually, during the last break. Oh. Yeah. So we uh, talked think... about this yesterday. Uh, he is, uh, <laughs> you know, it's actually got a title, Church of Karen. Yeah. <laughs> This is Bass at a 2010 event. The Church of Scientology is opening up a headquarters in Los Angeles. She is one of the key speakers at the event, and she's uh, doling out praise upon the church. 
an exciting moment. I know your goal and your commitment is to make a difference. L. Ron Hubbard, the church founder, is exciting. The Church of Scientology, I know, has made a difference because your creed is a universal creed. So that's kind of the clips that are played. (laughs) Do you know uh, who their uh, god is, the Scientologists? Uh, It's some sort of uh, Uh, extraterrestrial being? Yeah, uh, named Xenu. Xenu, right. X-E-N-U. Yeah, they believe that they they came here and what made the human race, I or I, I never, I have never delved into what what the Scientology religion is because I don't think it's really a religion. I think it's a mind control cult. So what they believe in is not really the point. How they manipulate people's minds into thinking they need to be part of the group and to donate money. I mean, I was reading excerpts from a book just the other day, and how one of the uh, main executives targeted Hollywood celebrities who, if you manipulate celebrities right, you can you can get them to donate millions of dollars to a cause. And they, they snagged Travolta and they snagged Tom Cruise. And it, it's, it's, it's crazy land mind manipulation. All right, here is the response from Karen Bass. We have a story from ABC reporter Josh Haskell. Rick Caruso's campaign out with a new ad called Church of Karen that takes a speech Congresswoman Karen Bass gave back in 2010 at a Church of Scientology event and cuts it up with negative headlines about the controversial church. This day and this new church of Scientology is an exciting moment because I know your goal and your commitment is truly to make a difference. Bass has said she wasn't aware of the dark cloud over Scientology back in 2010 and would not have given that speech if she had been. Here's what the candidate for mayor of Los Angeles told us Monday during our ABC7 Eyewitness News exclusive interview. It's ridiculous to associate me with the Church of Scientology. I am a Baptist. My minister is Norman Johnson. And uh, I have never, ever been affiliated with Scientology and absolutely condemn their practices. That is very clear. But that's what I meant, is the question is, how low will Rick Caruso go? Will he just continue spending money like this, attacking me and hoping that he lowers my poll numbers? Or will he engage in what I believe voters really need to see, which is a dialogue and a debate and a discussion about the issues? And I don't believe that he sees that as helpful to his campaign because I don't think he has serious answers for voters in Los Angeles. The Los Angeles mayor's race is turning uglier by the day, highlighted by scandals at USC and whether Rick Caruso really supports reproductive rights, which he said he does. And don't forget the burglary at Karen Bass's home where two guns were stolen, two people arrested. Rick Caruso continues to believe Bass is hiding something, which he told us in an interview last week. Why doesn't she tell us what kind of guns they were? Why does it, we got two more guns on the street now. We have the highest level of gun violence. Why doesn't she show us the box that they were kept in? She said it was pursuant to LA city law. We'll prove it, you've got an obligation. You're running for mayor. Maybe he thinks I orchestrated the burglary myself. I mean, that's what I mean by going low. It's actually at this point embarrassing, and that's why I, I saw, thought it was disheartening. I think that uh, Caruso knows better than this. And um, to, to be someone who had my house robbed and to have my opponent turn it on me as though I am the criminal is, is kind of pathetic. And we are now 10 days away from, from the first mail-in ballots 
being sent out for the November election. That's ABC7's Josh Haskell. So there were two things in there, the Scientology story and the gun story. About the Scientology story, I didn't know this. Remember she was being considered for vice president mm-hmm. yeah. by Joe Biden? And I guess one of her rivals was Kamala Harris, and I think they were putting out stories about each other. Is that what I remember reading? Well, she One might... of them was it was Bass and the Cubans. Yeah. But well, also she had to answer questions then about Scientology. Well, yeah, I didn't because know this video has been around for 12 years. Yes. So, so, and there were questions about Scientology in 2010. Don't oh, tell oh, me you for had decades. no idea. For, for, oh, for decades. decades. Yeah. Uh, no, I no. She's she's first of all, she's lying. One of the reasons you do this to a candidate, it, and the reason it's important, is to see how they respond. What she responds by claiming something that's preposterous. Well, in 2010, I didn't know about all the dark things that were going on. Then, <laughs> no, you're lying. The whole world knew. This has been a many decades story about the 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 weirdness of uh, the Scientology cult. It's gone on for good. There have been movies. There have been books. There have been people who've talked in public and testified. So so it's a load of crap. So there's something to know about Karen Bass. When she's caught, what, what is the real reason that she was cheered on for the Scientologists? Do you know I'm what she said at first? When she was first questioned about this, and maybe this was in 2020, I don't know. She tried to claim, well, I made the appearance because it's in my district. It was a new headquarters in my no. district, so it was a big event. Turns out that isn't true. It no. not, it's not in her district. Okay, so that's twice she's lied. First, it's, oh, I didn't know it was, uh, I thought it was in my district. Now it's, oh, I didn't know w- what was going on with the church yeah, back didn't then. Didn't know they were controversial, okay, that, right? That's two big lies. So what's the real story? The real story is I think she wanted to tap into the donor base. Because there's a lot of wealthy people in the Hollywood industry uh, in, in the Church of Scientology. It, it, it seems to go. I don't know if they're all emotionally insecure, terrified that they're going to lose their standing, and this gives them some kind of center. I don't know what it is. It's Maybe it's just cool and trendy because Cruz and Travolta are part of it. But there's a lot of money to be had by going to that church and doing the rah-rah for them. And I suspect that was the real reason for it, but she's not going to admit that. Yeah, somebody should do oh. some digging and see if any prominent Scientologist did end up giving her money after that appearance. Politicians show up at organizations like this in order to loot them. Right? Oh, to loot absolutely all, right. The only reason a politician... She's not a member of the Scientology cult. Why did she go to the event? Yeah. Not even in her district. It's not a big event. Did they... By the way, did they ask her to come? I mean, who? how did this work? Why was she invited? I don't even know that. No, see, that that's, that's what should have been asked by the reporter. Uh, but... There was no intensive questioning. There was no follow-up questioning going on there, at least nothing that made his report. Now, the other issue, which was included in the report, was the gun thing. And she can whine all day about saying, well, I was the victim. Why is he? Why didn't she answer the question? What kind of guns were they? She won't answer any of the questions that he keeps asking. If there are benign answers to all the questions, you're the one running for mayor. That's really weird. Most I every- think the big question everybody has is why did they only come and take your guns yeah. and why yeah. it seemed targeted. Exactly. That's just strange to people. Yeah. It doesn't add up. I mean, why can't people feel that? I think one of the also good though Times columnists, oh, well, that's sexist and racist to ask questions. Oh, well, She's the victim here. It's sexist and racist. They, as you said, they like to just throw out the isms. <laughs> they, they, and they, throw the that, they throw that to deflect any difficult question for someone they're supporting. No, I really want to know. What kind of person has robbers know where their guns are? I mean, the gun is in a closet. The guns are in a closet. They're in a safe. They're in some kind of lockbox. 
How did those two guys know to go in there and get that, and why were they only interested in those two guns? There's a lot of places to steal guns. There's a lot more valuable things in her house than guns. There's something, and and how come those two are on such high bail? All right. Uh, if we you got... don't think the whole story is weird, I don't know what to tell you. KFI AM640, it's the Johnny Ken Show, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to have uh, Gina Silva from uh, Fox 11. Who yes, has... John is featured in a, featured, like that word, is it good? I mean, you're in there, so. I'm in there. It's I a documentary know. on fire and water. Yes. In California. It's called Hell No Water, and uh, it's an hour long. And it's on the, the the drought and the lack of water, and it's also on the fire, which is. And I believe cool. you make a big pitch for the climate change problem, and you tell everybody that we have to. No. What? No, I, guess no, not. That's I make. Not what you say. I make no. a pitch to uh, start using the Pacific Ocean for water and end end this debate. You didn't say anything about fires. I I you know they they came to my house. I saw that. And uh, I answered a number of questions. And it was a couple of months ago, and I don't remember exactly what I said. But whatever I said, I meant. It must be good, yeah. You're a pundit, an expert. That's what right. What do they label you as? I don't men's know. Men's advocate? I, I, other than that uh, minute and a half trailer, I haven't seen anything. You stop oh, with the men's advocate. It's like 30 years old, but I loved it. <laughs> John once did an interview. I forget what the topic was, but I remember they labeled you as men's advocate. Yeah, well, it, 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 it was some issue, and I was on the side of the guy. I guess so. That, 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 the bias was around even back then. It was all, it's always been around. God forbid you stand up for a guy. All right. Well, Deborah Mark, we're coming after you today. Hmm. And I'm afraid while you're not exactly a vegetarian, vegans do cross over into that category. And it looks like a brand new extensive study says that the vegetable people experience depressive episodes twice as frequently as the meat eaters. Mm. How about that? I have a theory about this that I can explain, but first yeah. we'll give you some of the parameters of this. They were trying to investigate the potential association between a meatless diet and depression among adults. 14,216 participants. That's a lot. That's a lot of vegans. They studied them. They were aged 35 to 74. I imagine you fit into that category somewhere, right? Yep. Or you're yes. under 35, maybe? Yeah, just by a hair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Six months, they evaluated them. And uh, they used a tool used to diagnose common mental health disorders. Vegetarians were found to have double the number of depressive episodes as meat eaters during the same period. They even took out variables like smoking, alcohol, physical activity, and something called micronutrient intake. So in other words, they accounted for those things and they discovered that the vegetable people still had more depressive mm. episodes. And they said that nutrition or nutrient deficiencies don't explain the association See, here. Vegans, so they have to do more research. Vegans are sad people. Do I look sad to you? We don't know what you're like off the air. That, that's true. But and we know you panic a lot. Over yeah, things. but I've always panicked. And, and I have not always been a vegetarian slash vegan. So nothing's changed. I'll be honest with you. That part of my personality has been around for a very, very long time. Were you panicky time. as a child? Yes, I was. I worried a lot. And I was always worried about earthquakes. So yeah, no. 
None of that has changed. It's good to see you haven't grown at all. Imagine oh, a six-year-old's <laughs> earthquake fear. Oh, you should have seen me when I experienced earthquakes as a kid. I... Did you like play with your dolls like a fake earthquake? And... <laughs> no, I, did, I didn't do Get that. Get underneath a tiny but... table. <laughs> but us vegetable people, uh-huh. as Ken likes well, why, to say. Well, why do you think vegetable people are so sad? I, I have my own theory. Oh. I want to hear Ken's theory. Well, I, I wouldn't say it's critical. I would say that people who are concerned about their diets to the point where they want to pick and choose the foods to make sure they're staying on, quote, the healthy side, Mm -hmm. tend to over-worry and be over-concerned and probably get depressed about a lot of things. Oh, so it's a symptom, not a cause. Whereas meat eaters like John that just glob the stuff down and don't Mm. think about what they're eating, that just shows you another aspect of them, that they're kind of more carefree about Mm. a lot of things, so they probably don't have any mood problems. That's my theory. Interesting theory, Ken. I like that one. Uh, it, it is It is interesting. Because instead of it being the cause of the problem, it might be the symptom. Mm. But exactly. I, I don't... I don't think it's so much the food, although this article seems to think that there's some connection. But I, I, I think it's just about the, the mental makeup of the person that really focuses on, on vegetables over meat. Right, you fuss too much. Well, I don't... <laughs> I don't, I'm not a vegan. I love the word fuss. <laughs> I fuss. I'm not a vegan just for the health benefits that I feel that I get, but also Oh, it's the animal love, it's, it's too. It's the well, animal love. That's part of it, too. You worry about the animals. Mm. Like, I, I mean, I, when but I you go- you worry about animals, too. You love animals. I don't worry about the cows I eat every day, Well, though. that's true, but you worry about no, other he, animals. He does I, not think about any of this stuff. I don't think. Well, really? <laughs> I just, much of the time, I just exist. The only thing that moved him in the past year concerning worry is he built a bunker because Putin's going to kill us all. That's probably right. it. Uh, mm. Right. And that's pretty significant, don't you think? I don't have It a was. Bunker. I was stunned by it. Absolutely stunned by it when yeah, he said that. Yeah, for me. I thought he was joking for a long time. No, for me, that was a total nervous breakdown. And then the details came out, and I'm like, wow, he's really doing this. <laughs> You can so, all come and visit it, and you're only going to visit. I can be surprised after like 35 years of being doing a show <laughs> with him. Um, I, yeah, I, I was surprised by that I one. I saw him firing at that uh, nuclear uh, reactor in uh, in Ukraine. I thought, you know, this he could do this. Okay. But, and you still feel that way? No, even more so after last week. Oh, yeah, week. I know, because of the last week's oh, I, uh, talk look, of it. I think most of the world leaders are stupid asses. I do. And that uh, a good number of them are insane. Putin included. Like, Biden is just stupid. Putin is insane. That's a bad combination when there's, you know, tens of thousands of nuclear missiles stored. Right. You know, one day we're all going to blow. I'm convinced of that. I, I cannot believe just the, uh, the, bad, uh, the bad genetics of the people who run the whole world. So some, I, something's going to go ahead. Can I have it. to ask you, what's the likelihood of John's fear uh, opposed to my fear of a big earthquake? Wh- which one do you think is more likely to happen? Oh, us being nuked by Putin versus mm-hmm. a major earthquake mm-hmm. in Southern California? Yes. The earthquake. Okay, thank you. So right. who's crazier? But the earthquake is going to have very few casualties, even a bad one. When the nuke The earthquake's hits, coming, but it could be 50 years from now or long gone. Or I, 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 don't, I don't think, I think it'll be here way before that. And I'm not just worried about dying in an earthquake. I don't want to deal with the damage and worry and all of that oh yeah it's like i said no water yeah and exactly all, Can and you no imagine power no and all power? the stuff that'll come with this and mm. all the freeways are destroyed uh, absolutely no. yeah, there's yeah. no way out no, right to me that is is a more worrisome event than what you're concerned about john so i think you're more of a worrier <laughs> you see though 
one thing I've learned, I felt the way you feel now. 30 years ago when I moved here and I realized some years in, huh, hell, <laughs> so many years have gone by, it hasn't happened. I'm not going to stay and worry about it every day. Hey, if we're going to go, we're going to go. We're not going to miss much anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll have a, uh, a preview of Channel 11. Fox 11's got a documentary tonight on uh, California's wildfires and drought problem. And John Cobelt in it. We'll talk about that all coming up. And Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.